Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 31 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q&A series where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. And so this week, uh, we are dealing kind of with the topic of uh, reading the Bible and uh, kind of how to get back into that after you've been out of that for a little bit and stuff like that. And so specifically, the question that was submitted was, what is the best way to get back into regular Bible reading after not being consistent and feeling like you're in a slump? Okay, this is a great question because I'm sure... We have all encountered a time in our lives uh, when maybe we felt like we're in a kind of a spiritual slump. And, and I often feel like when those times come, I think often like it seems like our time in the Word is what typically suffers the most during those kind of slumps that you could say. And so the question is, well, how do we get out of this slump? How do we get back into spending the time in the Word and feeling that kind of fruitful time in there and all that? Okay, and so kind of we'll break this down a little bit here, but I think one of the main ways to break out of this slump is to understand the purpose of reading the Bible. I believe that if we are not sure of the purposes behind certain things, then it is a lot harder for us to be motivated to do those certain things. And I think the same holds true for the Bible. And so if we really don't understand the purpose of why we should read the Bible, or maybe we even have like an incorrect understanding of why we should read the Bible, then I think it's going to impact our time in the Word and likely make it harder for us to be motivated to spend time in the Word. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. So so that's why we're going to take a moment to kind of address kind of the purpose behind it, and I, I hope that that will provide some motivation uh, to be in the Word. Okay, and we're just going to focus on two primary purposes of reading the Bible, and we could likely think of a lot more purposes, a lot of other things, but we're just going to really hone in on, focus in on uh, two main purposes here. And so the first purpose of reading the Bible is to know God. Okay, scripture tells us that the Bible is God's revealing of himself to us. So consider 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, probably some familiar verses for you guys. It says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so notice that there, that all scripture is breathed out by God. It is his revelation to us. And as you read throughout scripture, you see that ultimately the Bible is God revealing himself to us. And this is such an important piece of information for us to understand. Because the, this, this piece of information tells us, tells us what? Like that the Bible is not ultimately about you. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. The Bible is not ultimately about you. It is about God. The main character of every book in the Bible is God, not you. And so each book of the Bible reveals something about God to us. Okay? And so this is important because I think we often approach 
the Bible with the mentality of what can I get out of this? But in reality, we should be thinking, what does this passage teach me about God? And will that have practical implications for your life? For sure. It definitely will. But you can't miss the main point of the Bible. It is God. And so it's understanding more of who God is. And this is why, like, even the psalmist in Psalm 119, uh, he loved the word so much to where people have, like, almost accused the psalmist in Psalm 119 of, like, idolizing the Bible or God's word so much. Uh, But the reason he loved the word so much is because he loved the God of the word. And he understood that as he studied the word, he grew closer to God. And so that is why he valued the word so much. And so we have to understand that it is through the word that we get to know God better. And again, you can think of this kind of, uh, kind of more simplistic example here of just a relationship. In order to grow a relationship and to have a healthy relationship, you need communication both ways. Okay, you need to talk to the other person and they need to talk to you. And it is through this two-way street that you both get to know each other and the relationship deepens. And so kind of in that similar way, with maybe some slight tweaks, differences here, uh, we need to do the same with God. Where we need to talk to him, that's like prayer, okay, that side of it. But we also need to hear from him as he communicates to us, which is through what? The Bible. Okay, and so if we're not in the word, our relation with God is not growing. There's no like kind of plateau that it just stays. It's no, we're not deepening that relationship. Okay, and so we have to understand that it is through the word that we get to know God. And so hopefully... When we understand this, that should motivate us to want to spend more time reading the Bible because we want to deepen our relationship with God. That we understand he has seen fit to give us his word so that we may know him. And that should hopefully kind of elicit some response in us to want to know him better and to study his words so that we can know him. Okay, so hopefully that helps with that motivation as well. Okay, so that's the first main purpose of reading the Bible is to know God. A second purpose is that uh, of reading the Bible is that scripture helps us to honor God and grow in godliness. And so you think of like passages like 1 Corinthians 10 31, which tells us that we are to do all things to the glory of God. And this is ultimately like foundational to the Christian life, right? Is we do all things to bring glory and honor to God. But the question is, well, how are we supposed to know what glorifies God? We find that in his word. Okay, it is there that we find out what does and what doesn't glorify him. And so we need to be immersed in the word in order to understand if we are living in a way that glorifies God. Okay. But we also see in scripture that God has prepared certain good works for each of us to do. Like Ephesians 2.10 states, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so each of us have certain good works that God has specifically prepared for us in order that we should walk in them, meaning that we should do them. But how do we find out what those good works are? 
Or how can we be prepared to walk in these good works? Let's go back to our passage in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. We get the answer there. Remember, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for proof, for correction, for training in righteousness. And notice this last part here, verse 17, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so it is through scripture that we will be equipped for every good work. Okay? So you start to see the importance there. So we need to be in the word to know God better and build that relationship as well as scripture is the vehicle God uses to help grow us in godliness and equip us for every good work. And so again, hopefully understanding these two kind of big picture purposes, and like I said, we could go into a lot more, but we're just focusing on those two. Hopefully understanding those two big picture purposes should help you to see the importance of being in the word and should therefore then motivate you to get out of that slump and get back into the word. Okay, because you see the importance, you see the value of it. Okay. But there's kind of like another aspect here. So we talked about those purposes, helping out some, but then another thing I kind of wanted to bring up here and address that kind of where my, my mind goes to when I think of kind of this idea of kind of getting out of the slump and uh, getting back into the word is that we also need to have a proper understanding of kind of the order of feelings and obedience. And I think when we fail to understand the proper order of these two things, uh, then it actually lends itself to like kind of stay in these slumps that we encounter. And so let me explain what I mean by this. Like, what is this? So kind of example, have you ever said or thought maybe something along these lines, especially when it relates to the Bible? It says like kind of this thinking of, oh, I didn't feel like reading the Bible today. And so I didn't because my heart wouldn't have been in it. And I don't want to read out of obligation or with the wrong motives. And so I just didn't read. And this can be a common thought people have. And I've interacted with people who've said this to me or versions of this to me. And on the surface, it kind of sounds good, right? Like in the Christian life, we emphasize the heart behind our actions, which that's good and biblical. That's a biblical thing to address the heart. And yeah, we don't want to read the Bible with the wrong motives or anything like that. But in this particular case, I think we are drawing a wrong conclusion from this. And what we're doing is actually placing our feelings over obedience. So we know we should read the Bible, but since we don't feel like it, then we don't do it. And so again, that's what this idea of placing our feelings over obedience. And so is this really the conclusion we should draw? I would say no. And this comes back to having a proper understanding, a biblical perspective of kind of the proper order of feelings and obedience. And according to scripture, according to the Bible, the proper order is not feelings then leads to obedience, but rather obedience then kind of leads to feelings. Okay. And so we don't act just based on our feelings, but rather we act in obedience. And as we take those steps of faith, we trust the Lord will work on our feelings, that the feelings will follow. And so kind of what should we do then like when we don't feel like reading the Bible? Okay. First off, I think we should pray. 
Okay, we should pray. Ask the Lord to work in your heart to give you that desire to read the word. Don't just stop at, I don't feel like it. I'm going to move on. Okay, but no, like, deal with it. Why don't you feel like it? Like, bring it to the Lord. Ask him to work in your heart and pray about it. But then what do we do next? Is it we pray and then kind of wait for those feelings to come and then read or what? Like, no, because then you're still prioritizing feelings over obedience. And so what do we do? We pray about it. And then what do we do? We actually read the Bible. (laughs) Okay, we take that step. We read the Bible, trusting that the Lord will work in our heart to bring about those feelings. And I'm sure like maybe if you've encountered that sort of situation here, and and I know I have in my life where um, that in those instances where like you do end up reading the Bible and all that, do you ever feel like you regret spending that time in the word? No, like often you'll have the feeling, I know I often do of like, man, I really needed that. That going into it as maybe not as ready to be in the word and all that, but bring it to the Lord and just out of obedience, like read it anyways. And through that time, you see the Lord work in it to where by the end of it, you're like, man, I really need to hear what that passage said. And God really used that to kind of work in my heart, right? Like, and, and you see that, and that's that idea that sometimes we need to remind ourselves of what God has called us to and act in obedience, okay? And not kind of place our feelings above obedience. And this kind of reminds me of a, a sermon I heard one time where the preacher said something along the lines of uh, that we often listen to ourselves way too much and don't talk to ourselves enough. Okay, I like that. Like, we don't talk to ourselves enough. And the reality is sometimes we need to speak biblical truths to ourselves. For example, like, a great example of this is in Psalms uh, 42 and 43, where the psalmist talks to himself. He says, why are you downcast, O my soul? He's talking to himself, his soul. He's like, why are you downcast, O my soul? And then what does he do? He speaks true to himself. He says, hope in God. Okay? And I think this is so important because we often need to do the same thing. We need to speak biblical truth to ourselves. And I think Bible reading is one of those areas especially that we may need to remind ourselves of biblical truth to motivate us to do it. Okay? Where we understand, like, no, this is a good thing. I know this is how I know God better. This is how... Uh, God uses the word to grow me in godliness in these things. And and so you need to sometimes speak to yourself about that. Remind yourselves of these truths to motivate you to move forward, okay? To be in the word, okay? Hopefully that kind of makes sense here. Um, and so just to kind of wrap up here, I just want to throw out just a few kind of, or just a couple kind of practical suggestions. Again, this is kind of entering the realm of just more like advice, okay? And um, and so kind of take it for what it's worth, okay? Um, and all that. But again, hopefully we focus on those other things of understanding the purposes uh, would help motivate us of reading the Bible, as well as understanding the need to place obedience over feelings, okay? Hopefully those things all kind of help us and motivate us to get out of that slump and get back into the Word and all that. Um, but kind of just to end here, just these kind of final small piece of advice. Again, 
take it or leave it kind of thing, but just some things that I practically kind of think through in my life and suggestions I might give and other things of kind of how to get it out of this kind of slump in a sense, right? And so the first thing is kind of tied into what we just talked about, and it's almost kind of the Nike slogan here of just do it, okay? Um, again, we don't want to make this any sort of legalistic type of thing or all that, but it comes down to the idea of placing obedience over feelings. And so sometimes there is an element of just discipline of we just need to do it. We understand this is good for me. This is what God has called for me to do is to be in the word, to know his word, to spend that time with him, to commune with him and have this relationship with him. And so we just need to kind of take that step of faith and, and do it. Okay. Spend that time in the word do it okay and again i think when we do that the feelings follow like and i and i think it gets easier to spend that time in the word get out of that slump and all that okay but sometimes the hardest part is just kind of taking that first step to just actually do it okay and then the second thing um again just kind of smaller practical advice um is to make a plan okay and i think this one is just a again practical helpful insight here of just make a plan if if you just kind of leave it at like, oh, I'll read when I have time, you like never have time, <laughs> okay? Like we always run out of time. We always fill our days with something. And so kind of under this umbrella of making a plan, one thing I'd recommend is setting aside a time to read the Bible. Look at your schedule, look at your days, and figure out a time that this would work, okay? Of Maybe that's getting up a little earlier. Maybe it's later at night, like, I don't know, afternoon, lunches, whatever, like, find that time that you feel like, man, okay, I can carve out this little time to be in the Word. Not a time that's going to get, like, easily filled with other things or distracted by other things where if, yeah, whatever that is, right? Like, but find a time where it's like, yeah, this tends to be a time where I don't get interrupted too much. uh, And it always kind of seems to be somewhat available as I look at my schedule throughout the week. And so this would be a good time to set aside that time to be in the word. Okay. I think that is a helpful thing to consider because like I said, I think when we often leave it to just, Oh, when I have time, I'll read the Bible. I think when we have that approach, again, our days fill up, things crowded out. We always end up doing something else. And then by the time we get to the end of the day, we realize, Oh man, I didn't even read. Okay, and then we have those thoughts of, I just didn't have time. Reality is you probably did, right? We just didn't manage the time well. And so practical advice under this make a plan, set aside a time. Uh, another kind of thing under make a plan is, I don't know, I think sometimes it's helpful to kind of pick a book of the Bible to read through or some other kind of like Bible reading plan or something. I think that can also kind of help where just kind of, go through a book. Um, I think that helps build that consistency as you kind of work through a book. And um, I think sometimes that can help, okay, where you have some sort of kind of goal in one sense of just like, okay, like I do want to read through like Ephesians or Philippians or something like that. And you just kind of spend that time, okay? Again, if, don't get me wrong, it's not bad to just read random parts, whatever you want to do, like that's fine too. Uh, As long as you're getting in the word, it's good. But Again, I think that's just a helpful suggestion to try to get more some some more consistency in your reading. I think can be sometimes if you kind of pick a spot and kind of start working your way 
through it. Okay. So again, those last couple things, just kind of my own personal advice, all that, whatever, take it for what it's worth. Um, but again, hopefully all this is helpful. Hopefully this kind of answers that question of hoping to get you back into the word. And it's again, reminding you of reminding yourself of the purposes of why do I read the Bible and just understanding the importance and the value of that. And hopefully that should then motivate you as you get to know God, as well as to grow in godliness. Like those things are crucial or significant, but then also understanding the role of taking steps of obedience and prioritizing obedience over feelings. Okay. And, and understanding those things are so helpful and in, in a variety of areas, right? But especially when we think of our time in the Word. And so hopefully that helps and hopefully that gives uh, some insight here uh, to help you get out of that slump. And again, feel free to always ask some follow-up questions, all that, okay? But that's going to do it for today's episode. So we'll catch you all next time. Mm-hmm.